located at Bloomsbury, London, the British Museum is the largest museum of world history and culture. Many artifacts and pieces within the museum comes from different places across the globe. Pieces such as the Rosetta Stone, Easter Island statue, Benin bronzes and ivory tusks, Elgin marbles, and Hoa Kakananaia can be seen in this museum. But tracing back the origins of these artifacts, one can see that these artifacts were actually owned by another country. What happens when a large part of a country's cultural and historical identity is owned by another country? Non-Western nations around the world find themselves in a situation wherein most of their cultural artifacts are residing in European and U.S. museums, but especially in London's British Museum. This is the fifth episode of Toxic Talks, entitled Pillage or Preservation, and I hope you guys like it. In 1897, British troops stole some 4,000 sculptures after invading the Kingdom of Benin, now southwestern Nigeria. These stolen goods were shipped to various places across the globe, but most of them found its place in the British Museum. The issue was also even referenced by the Marvel movie Black Panther, wherein some Wakandan artifacts with vibranium were stolen and put in a British Museum. Today, these artifacts invite a lot of visitors, and a lot of them actually learn from the rich and vibrant culture of the Kingdom of Benin. But what about the Nigerian people who would want to know more about their culture and history in the past? Is it really easy for them to fly to Britain and view these artifacts at the museum? Nigeria has been asking the UK to return its Benin bronzes for decades, and in late 2018, the countries agreed to have a deal in which the British Museum will send some bronzes to Nigeria for the Royal Museum the country plans to open in 2021. But the British Museum says it is only loaning the sculptures. It still expects Nigeria to return the goods that Britain stole. British Museum representatives also said that the reason why they are not returning it is because the museum can preserve these artifacts through the technology that they have and that third world countries where these artifacts come from cannot actively preserve these artifacts because they cannot afford state-of-the-art structures that can stop the decomposition of centuries-old art. They also argue that the British Museum has the social capital and that its location makes it easier for people to access the art. Around the same time as the British Museum announced that it will loan Nigeria its own artifacts, a protest theater group called BP or Not BP organized the stolen goods tour at the museum. The tour highlighted all the artifacts the British stole, such as the Gwegal shield from the Aboriginal Australians in the late 18th century. Similarly to the case of the Benin bronzes of Nigeria, 
the British Museum refused to return the Quakel Shield for a 2016 museum exhibit. They instead loaned the shield and reclaimed it afterwards. The list of stolen artifacts that the British Museum refuses to return goes on and on. Egypt and Easter Islands want its Rosetta Stone and Maui statue back. Even Greece, a fellow member of the EU, wants the museum to return the Parthenon marbles, often referred to as the Elgin marbles, after the Scottish nobleman took them years ago. Out of all the countries who have stolen artifacts, France has been the most responsive to calls for repatriation. French President Emmanuel Macron announced that the Quai Brownlee Museum in Paris will return 26 stolen objects to the country of Benin, not to be mistaken with the Kingdom of Benin, which is part of modern-day Nigeria. He also intends to change French law so that France must return stolen objects whenever a country asks for them back. In contrast, the British Museum has specifically said that it had no plans to return any of the stolen artifacts in its possession. Even when the Kwai Branley Museum returned 26 items, British Museum Director Hardwick Fisher told New York Times that the collections have to be preserved as whole. Even when faced with a lot of these arguments by the British Museum, Nigerian art experts and scholars still think that these stolen artifacts should be returned. A lot of Nigerians who would want to know more about the Kingdom of Benin and its rich tradition and culture are stripped of the opportunity to be educated about their own history. A lot of students and artists are blind as to what art and culture was for their forefathers and a lot of them had to study their art history without ever having to see these cultural artifacts for themselves. It is saddening that up until today, British colonialism still exists years after it has given independence to its colonies. It is abhorrent that rich, white conquerors still get to exploit the less privileged countries by earning off from the art that these countries created. These policies of non-repatriation of artifacts enables a widening of gap of economic and social development between empires and its former colonies. But worse than that, these policies blind the people from the rich culture and history that they have in the past. Simply put, the pressure to return these artifacts should continue. That's it for episode 4. Tune in again for another episode of Toxic Talks. Thank you and goodbye. This podcast is sponsored by Anchor and sources come from New York Times, Vox, National Geographic, and History.